This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. It's the Radio 1 91FM breakfast show with Candice. And right now, she's talking to... One of my favourite pop artists at the moment. Oh my goodness, I'm absolutely fizzing to chat about this. Right now, I am talking to Isla Noon on her new single. It is called Body. It is beautiful. It is emotive. Ah, I'm just obsessed. How are you doing this morning, Isla? Oh my gosh, very good after that intro. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) with this track, you deserve it. The song was released on the 22nd of September. It's got beautiful, like, swells. Your vocals just layer over it in the most stunning way. Please tell us a little bit about how this track came to be. Yeah, sure. So um, it actually started, like not a song I was (laughs) playing around with this keys idea for ages and I was like man I can't find any words to go over this which is real weird for me because I'm like a words person so I kind of put that to one side and then I did this free writing one day I was just like oh I just need to get some stuff out and I was like in my notes app typing out and um, the first line of it was the first line of the song which is body what do I do to make you my home and then a couple of days later I was like hang on this works really well with this piano idea and it all kind of came together as if it was waiting for that it was like waiting for me to get that stuff out so um yeah pretty crazy I didn't think I'd release it I even brought it to my friend Maud and I was like I don't think I'll show anyone and she was like are you kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well listen so, yeah. I'm glad that they convinced you to put it out there because whew, I genuinely don't know what we would do without it it sounds like the song <laughs> came together in a very like organic and beautiful way is that normally how your songwriting goes or is it normally a bit more structured than that um it's it's similar but I'd say this is probably the most um sort of like free one there was because I really didn't think of it as a song until like towards the end um so that was pretty new for me and it was quite cool bringing it to her obviously Maud Morris is um my friend but she's also the producer that worked on the track so um we kind of took it to another level when we started on those massive choruses um, and it just felt like it grew really organically. So, yeah, a bit of a different one for me. So stunning. And I think that the way that the song came together, and especially with how vulnerable the lyrics and the theme of the track is, I'm not surprised at how it just kind of flowed out of your soul in a way, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> for anybody who has been living under a rock and hasn't heard this track yet, please tell us a little bit about the themes, sort of the, vulnerabil- the vulnerabilities you cover throughout the track. Yeah, so um, the song's called Body, and I feel like that gives you a slight indication. But for me, it was like I was unearthing just all the gross stuff that I've grown up with and, like, ideas about bodies and stuff that we take on from society, which can so interfere with your relationship with yourself. And I think of that as a really private relationship. And so sometimes I just found myself, like, thinking stuff that I was like, you know what, that's not actually true about me or... I don't want to think that about anyone else. Um, And so it was a way for me to kind of like excavate that stuff and look at it in a different light and go, you know, I don't actually have to identify with that and I can build my own idea of myself. And it can be really difficult to not internalise things like that. Not only, you know, the social pressures and sort of the social dialogue, especially around like 
a young woman's body, which is so frustrating, Mm -hmm. but also through music and the type of media we consume. And I think that a lot of that consumption can be quite subconscious. So I think it's really important to have tracks like this out where it's not really an outwards, like, body positivities type track, but it's just kind of like, hey... I feel like this and I feel like I shouldn't feel like this, yeah. right? <laughs> That's exactly it. I wasn't out there being like, I'm going to write this like body positive track or whatever, but it just like, that's what was happening for me. And then the more that I showed other people, the more they kind of like had their own relationship to it and almost took it in completely different ways. So that's kind of been the gift of this song for me. And I think that when you're conveying a message in that way, it can almost be easier to consume than like an outright like body positivity love yourself type mantra because you know when things are cheesy I think that especially like (laughs) within Gen Z and the type of media we consume these days it can you know not be as palatable when you feel like something is too cheesy or too forward I think we like being able to take a track and sort of bend it and shape it in our own way which I think body leaves a lot of space for was that an intentional choice or do you think that that just kind of happened with the nature of how the song was written yeah I think it happened naturally and that's because I I didn't really have this intention as I was writing it necessarily of being like other people are going to hear this it was purely like a almost like a therapy exercise for me and so it came out really genuinely I don't think there was space in the song for me to be like and now I love myself forever and I never (laughs) had any problems and we all should too (laughs) Hey, we're just being real out here. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, one of my favourite parts about this track and one of the first things I noticed when listening to it was the difference between the sound of the verses and the sound of the chorus. So the verses are very dreamy. They're almost quite quiet, quite tame, almost feeling quite internal whereas the chorus is huge and it's very full sounding and it's almost like this big crescendo every time the chorus comes in and it feels very external how do you go about balancing the dynamics between going from a sort of chiller verse like that to a very full chorus because it's quite a big step yeah and also because I tend to make kind of like pop adjacent music it was a choice for sure um i don't think there's a lot of songs out there with this kind of like dynamic and so at first we started kind of small and then built it up and built it up and built it up and i remember talking to um chris vandegear who is um he works big pop studios owns it whatever um but he's also you know one of our best mix engineers in new zealand and he was working on the song and he was like look we just need to push it to an extreme like that's what the song wants and I was like yep yep you're so right (laughs) um but it was yeah it was one of my favorite parts of the song once we finished it for sure and I think it really plays on that the verses I'm bringing up so much sort of complicated emotion and stuff that I don't really know how I feel about it and then for me I just like bodily it's Mm. like you just kind of get hit with something and you remember to just be in yourself and that stuff is kind of messy and um, it doesn't always make sense and I'm not always able to articulate it, but you can feel it. And so that's yes. what that chorus is for me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love music that I can feel and music that sort of 
like even if I don't completely relate with the emotion I feel it <laughs> you know like when there's yeah. big sounds I'm angry when there's quiet sounds I'm like chill or I'm a bit sad you know <laughs> I think that this song conveys that beautifully and of course the single does not stand alone you made a beautiful music video alongside it what was that like tell us a little bit about the creation behind that yeah oh I love this music video so much every time I get to talk about it I get really excited um so (laughs) I (laughs) I worked with um a director Oshara who worked on uh, my previous music video as well actually she co-directed that and um I went back to her with the song and I was like hey first off I really think I need a female director for this I've just got ideas that you know it needs to come from a certain point of view um I had this concept for the video and we were looking for a location for a long time and eventually we came upon um King Seat Hospital which is out sort of south of Auckland um it's quite abandoned it's got some very cool interiors and so yeah we went and shot there for the day which was quite incredible I've never been in a space like that before um such an awesome team on the day and yeah it was so fun the music video looks kind of creepy and crazy but the vibe on set was great (laughs) (laughs) how did you go about even getting into the hospital like did you have to jump a fence is it free raid (laughs) no I think we would have got arrested or something if we did that (laughs) we went through the proper channels um we managed to like you know book one building for the day um, and security kind of like let us in and out, but it did feel pretty special. I don't think they um, have many people coming through that building. So there was a lot of stuff in there that felt very over time, like things in there from like the 60s and 70s. Um, so I was kind of just like fangirling, going around the building, looking at it <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> what was your favorite thing you saw in that building? Sorry, I'm hyperfixating on the hospital a little bit, but no, I just think it's so interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably, there were these sort of um, shelves up and you can actually see it in a shot in the video. So like halfway through the video, I'm running diagonally across sort of like the top level of the building. And in the corner, there's all these shelves and they still had like labels on them that said like men's tops, women's trousers. And I know some of the crew were like, oh, that's so creepy. And I was like, no, this is sick. I love this. Like the fact that I can see where things went and you know the original labels and stuff I was loving it so sick I think that filming in a hospital would have been a really interesting experience and I think for most people it probably would have been quite airy but hey you said the vibe on set was so great (laughs) how do you go about like cultivating the right vibe when making a music video you know setting those intentions yeah it's um well it's only my fourth video so i feel like i'm still kind of figuring out that space and every video is very different but um it really depends on i think the people that you bring on like um oshara and i i think we have such a like positive energy that we were just entering that space with that um and the rest of the crew too like everyone was just so excited to create um that it just, I don't know, it overtook and we, we loved the things about the space that maybe other people would have found a bit eerie. Um, <laughs> they were like, oh man, this wall, it's like slightly crumbling down, like let's get a shot of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's all about just keeping my positivity up. Sometimes as an artist, you can kind of set the vibe. Like if you're not in a good mood, it can really bring everyone else down. So I try really hard to just um, 
keep myself up, keep myself hydrated and um, yeah, keep everyone excited about what we're creating because it's really cool. It is really cool and especially this music video. One of the things that I sort of took from the video was the lighting. This is a little bit of a deep dive here, but the lighting, Mm -hmm. it is very sharp. It is very dramatic. It's almost a little bit like... What's the right word? Almost a little bit scary, you know? It is it's it's very dramatic. There's lots of like backlighting. Was that an intentional choice? Was the lighting a main focal point of the music video? Yeah, absolutely. Um it was again playing on that contrast between the verses and the choruses. So we just sort of like went full ham and went, we're gonna hit people in the face with these choruses, even in the video. Um and for me they they represent so much like so much energy and so many difficult emotions at once that I was like, we've got to be true to that in the video. Like, people have got to see it. Um, And I think, yeah, Oshara nailed it. Love it. We love it. (laughs) So (laughs) fantastic. Now, what else is coming up for Isla Noon in the near future? Yeah, I am working on so much. Um, and I'm one of those annoying people who's like not really talking about much of it, but I have so much music in the bank. <laughs> Big things I'm coming. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Um, yeah, so many, so many songs that I'm working on at the moment. I'm really excited to be sharing more of, um, and hopefully a couple of shows as well. I've also, I've never toured around New Zealand. Like I've never done anything like that. So maybe a little while off, but hoping next year I can get around a little bit and, um, yeah, maybe see you guys down there. <laughs> Yay! Hey, listen, we will cross our fingers and toes. Thanks heaps for your time this morning. This has been so interesting, so insightful, and what a beautiful track to lead us into the rest of our morning. Oh, thank you so much. It's so good to chat, and I, I'm so hyped that you like it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like is an understatement. That was Isla Noon on her new track. This song is called Body. It is an alt pop killer. Oh, this song just hits me right where it hurts. Turn this one up. Keep it locked here on The One. 17 minutes past nine. Thursday morning Breakfast with Candice. Stick around. Thanks for listening to Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.